Good morning, we are Tim and Michelle Hill with Connect Over Coffee and this is the Morning Moments Matter Show. We are here every Monday, Wednesday, Friday morning for about 10 minutes over a cup of coffee for a shot of caffeine, good news, and inspiration. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I'm happy. <laughs> It's just, I'm exuberant and it's, it's bubbling out. of inspiration. <laughs> I'm inspired by the inspiration. All right, let's inspire celebration. What are we celebrating today? Today is National Mad Hatter Day, October oh, 6th. Monday. What, what day is this? Monday Wednesday. I had my Mad Hatter shirt on. I, if I had known it, I would have worn it well, today. That is the the not benefit of you know not knowing what we're doing. <laughs> we don't do true. this. We don't coordinate our stuff, yes. um, which is obvious a lot of times. But it is National <laughs> Mad Hatter Day. You have the shirt that says "We're All Mad Here." Yes, I do. This is a day. I like had every, no idea that that there's a Mad Hatter Day. Mm -hmm. This is a day. It's every day for me. But set aside to bring out your silly side. Oh. <laughs> now why you chose it <laughs> because it's my day it's every day combine coffee and mad hatter day what what a combination it's a good day that's why i was so happy it was just <laughs> bursting right out <laughs> yes it was the fictional character the hatter also known as the mad hatter is from alice, alice in wonderland. wonderland he is typically acting silly and that is how the creators of this day decided on the theme of silliness for national mad hatter's day the origin is a group of computer technicians in Boulder, Colorado, first celebrated Mad Hatter Day in 1986. So it's been around for a while. Because computer technicians need doses of silliness. Yes. Sure. Just a little 100%. bit of silly. Just a little bit of silly. <laughs> October 6th was chosen because it matches the label tucked into the Mad Hatter's hat band that read, in this style, 10 slash 6. Wow, brilliant. I know. Did you know? Nope. The phrase mad as a hatter comes from the late 18th century and 19th century when haberdasheries used mercury nitrate and the exposure to that metal over time caused the tradesmen to develop symptoms making people think they were mad and crazy. Interesting. No, I didn't know that. Did you also know? <laughs> no, I'm sure. That the mad hatter was a nemesis in Batman in the comics. No, I didn't know that. Batman number 49. The Mad Hatter stars as a supervillain mad scientist who controls the minds of his victims by using various devices stored in his hat. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds more like Go-Go Gadget. Maybe that was the origin of that. <laughs> what was his name? Inspector Gadget. Inspector Gadget. Go-Go Gadget. <laughs> So, taking our inspiration from the Mad Hatter, or actually any of the characters in Alice in Wonderland, we should pursue laughable, absurd, and confusing adventures on Mad Hatter Day. Why do I feel like that's just my normal life? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is for other people. Okay. Other people should break out of their we celebrate usual celebrate this every day. This is just a normal Mad Hatter Day for us, but people who don't, Today is your day okay. to break out of the usual, usual routine and ask riddles like the Hatter. He asked many, many riddles like, why is a raven like a writing desk? I don't know. Maybe you should play croquet with plastic flamingos or wear a funny hat to work. Just celebrate the day with silliness. Let Matt, National Mad Hatter Day bring out the silliness in all of us. The Mad Hatter sees the world as one continuous tea party full of tempting biscuits. <laughs> I love biscuits. Who doesn't love biscuits? Eccentric guests were always over everywhere making up their own rules. So in a time of increasing partisanship and rigidity, 
Let the Mad Hatter invite you to share some tea and scones with anyone you like, and we can all get along better. <laughs> Just by being a little bit, a little bit crazy, a little bit of madness, which is a Robin Williams quote I love. You only get a spark of madness, so don't waste it. Every day is Mad Hatter's Day for me. A bit. All right. Awesome. <laughs> We're going to, there's just no good segue. Sometimes I don't leave you easy paths no, there's my none. craziness. Yeah, there just isn't one. We're just going to go straight into the news story. The only segue you have is this guy's name, name Tim. Is Tim. There you go. Tim Carlson has been developing a new design for water bottles for over a decade. The unique thing about this design is that the bottles are meant to have a life beyond carrying around a drink. And we've talked about how much plastic winds up in the ocean. Right, yeah. And these bottles were imagined to keep their value after the liquid is gone. They're called friendship bottles. And they're shaped in such a way that the bottles can be connected together and then used as construction material. So I'm gonna try this way to describe it. I don't know if it's gonna work very well, but you know how a gear has edges around that go in and out? Yes, like if (laughs) for podcast (laughs) listeners, that's not effective, but yes. (laughs) So around the outside of the bottle, they have those in and out sections. And then you can put one, slide one out section into an in section and hook the bottles together. Like interlocking pieces. Yes. So they can be assembled into like bricks in groups of six. They look like a Lego brick. They actually do kind of look like it because oh, cool. it got the little, you know, spin tops on the on the top and they're shaped where anyway, they can be connected into anything you can imagine. Carlson said if you're a kid playing with them, they might turn into furniture or a fort. They've been used in New York City to build small outdoor enclosed dining booths for a restaurant during COVID. Oh, very cool. Yeah, and they even managed to withstand the recent Category 2 storm winds. Which brings me to one of the really exciting reasons for these bottles to exist. What's the first thing shipped into disaster areas? Water. Water. Absolutely, because the water source is disrupted, it's not safe to drink or whatever, and you can't boil it either, so they need water. Right, so water and also food and medicine, and one of... The main problems in recovering from disaster relief is shelter. Shelter. So they can ship the water and food and medicine in these bottles into disaster relief zones and then use the empty bottles to build transitional shelters for people. That's fantastic. Isn't it brilliant? Yeah. Yeah. Or even a raft. Or a raft, yeah. (laughs) But I'm just being silly. (laughs) No, they did mention that, actually. I went went to the company's website and watched some videos because, you know, it blends design and sustainability and architecture because they're talking about making structures. I was like, wow, this this whole topic is just all me. Yeah, <laughs> so that is very cool. Videos. I mean, I was kidding with the raft, but I mean, you could put them together and then put valuable things on top of that so they stay above the water. Not necessarily a raft like to float around and go whitewater rafting or anything. <laughs> I mean, more, more from a protecting things that gotcha. are submer- getting submerged like yes. photo albums or computers or gotcha. things that water is not good for. Yeah. Not good, good thing. Well, they're running long-term tests for tech things like how the shelters hold up and also, which I found interesting, intangible things like what is the human experience like inside this shelter made of water bottles? <laughs> They've worked with an architecture program to create different kinds of structures. Other places in the world, plastic bottles are also being made into homes and shelters, but they're filling them, like say in Nigeria, they're filling them with sand and then cementing them together with mud to create structures. Well, in this case, you don't need any of the um, 
Binding material. Yes. Mud. Or There's crank. a good name for that. What is the actual mortar? <laughs> you don't need any mortar for these because they slide and interlock together. And those structures are proving to be both bulletproof and earthquake resistant. And so. Wow. That's yeah. fantastic. The future seems bright for those who can find a home in them, even when they're experiencing a traumatic event. The company is driven by this desire to improve the environment and the quality of life in the world by reducing human waste and providing shelter in humanitarian disasters. So I just thought that was really cool. That's, that's a good story. You're, all your stories are good. I like them because I'm curious. And, you've, <laughs> they and I like to learn. Curiosity. That was the other day. Um, but also they just, they do so much good in the world. They're people, supposed to be They're good. inspiring that people are trying to do something like the massive amount of water bottles and do something good with it instead of just filling up the landfill. So kudos to that company. From a completely design experience, they were talking about the experience of when you see all of these created into a building, you have this prismatic effect because the, the bottles aren't round. There are these like angled all the way around. And so if you're sitting in one of those dining shelters or what do they call them? Cabins. Loose. Yeah. Or, Cabins okay. is what they called them, I think. And somebody drives by the street in a car at night, it has this prismatic effect and you get all of these different light colors, especially oh, if they're cool. like not filled or whatever. But we saw a, an art exhibit here in Nashville two years ago, three years ago now, maybe, I don't know. I think his last name, the artist's last name was Monroe, M-U-N-R-O. I think I'll have to look it up. But they, it, a lot of it was made out of plastics and they had an entire portion that was simply two liter bottles filled with different color water. And then they had them lit during at nighttime with different ways. And I thought this is gonna be the lamest looking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and we got there and it was amazingly beautiful. We were entranced by the way that the light moved through the bottles and the liquid and how you could take this ordinary thing and turn it into something really. It was, it was really beautiful and I was, I felt bad. <laughs> I was I guilty. I did. Guilty. I was like, wow, I really totally prejudged this and I shouldn't have. It was, it was really amazing. So I can imagine this angled bottle would have even more of that kind of shimmering effect. And it, and if you're in this shelter, you can't see through them because of the angles. And there's, when you put a block of six together, there's kind of spaces in between some of the places. So you can't really see So you get in, some, some but the ventilation light, and light, but you also get some privacy. Well, there's no ventilation unless you would tip them on their sides because from the outside that, that um, it would work its way, it would be on the inside of the walls. I wondered though, if it would function as insulation, like areas of insulation, but you can't see in but light comes in. It's sort of like a glass block wall. It, oh, yeah. it looks a lot like a glass block wall. So you okay, can, I see that. So now. there's plenty of light in this shelter. So it's not this dark little cave. I like anyway. it. I like it a lot. <laughs> Today's to-go cup quote is from Kobe Bryant. Everything negative, pressure, challenges is all an opportunity for me to rise. He is. He was an amazing person. He he was very humanitarianism. He's very giving. I learned a lot from a little bit of research on on Kobe Bryant. It was tragic that he's passed away. But, yes. But this quote does. Whether it's positive, negative, or neutral, you can take it and use it and help you rise and overcome. There are a few things that I've learned from watching a video or listening to a podcast that totally shifted my thinking in such a profound way that I remember where I was when I heard it. Kind of like the, where were you when the challenger blew up or something like that. Like a couple right. of those times when I remember learning something or having a new idea 
that I remember where I was when I heard it. And this is one of those things, that idea that failure is simply data. It's not inherently good or bad. It's just something that you have learned. And I was in my son's closet when I was listening to a podcast about that years ago. And that's what this quote reminded me of. And so today's question for you to think about is what challenge are you experiencing that you need to see as an opportunity to rise? It's a good one. Good one to think about too, every day. Today's episode is brought to you by the Morning Moments Matters box. Surprise! A quick routine that turns your chaos of a morning into a positive start for your day. You get great coffee and a ritual that engages your body and your mind and your heart all in a box each month. Zen in a box. Yep. Thanks so much for joining us. We look forward to coffee and conversation each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So we will be back here on Friday. Make plans to join us then. Until then, remember that your best day starts this morning. Stay caffeinated, y'all. Checkity check, check, check. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Wednesday. Any more chatter? Yeah, we have said nothing funny yet. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get over your hump of frustration to make something funny. I know. See, this is a lot of pressure, because I'm the funny one. Yeah, so I'm the frustrated one. But you're the cute one. You don't have, you can be funny and stuff because you don't have to get over the hump of frustration. Oh, I'm frustrated. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just moving right along. <laughs> Improvise, adapt, overcome. Tacking. Adjust the sails. <laughs> do what you got to do. Be resilient. Bounce back ability. Okay. I'm full of cliches. It's cliche day here at the Morning Moments Matter show. Every day is cliche day. <laughs> Life with Tim. <laughs> it's full of cliches. It's full of, full of something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's all I got. It's time for jazz hands. <laughs> Jazz hands. <laughs> That's from Blues Clues. Mail time. <laughs> <laughs>